Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. That's Hammer over there. Hammer, I am seeing drips and drabs in terms of the economy, like in headlines, like positive headlines, like, you know, the economy is growing faster than expected, uh, jobless claims plunging, stock Joe market. Joe Biden earlier today said he cut the deficit. Sure, yeah. Hot right. damn. Right. How about that? Did somebody tell me, okay, <laughs> I'm thinking fine, the stock market's hitting new records, fine, but I'm still paying $20 for a pound and a half of lunch meat at the grocery. I'm still paying 100 bucks to fill up my gas tank. And for this, we go to one of the best friend of the show, Breitbart Finance and economics editor, John Carney. John, uh, did any of what I said make sense? I mean, I've got the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen saying, you know, Americans are doing well. They just don't know it. Um, <laughs> I love that line that, yeah. that we all uh, Paul Krugman of The New York Times just put out something that said, basically, you've all just imagined inflation. <laughs> OK, yes, right? whatever. Like, none of it's really true. We're just you know, we're just all having some, you know. We woke up with like a bad feeling in our right. stomach. Of, of course, that's not true. What, so what is happening with Joe Biden's nonsense about cutting the budget deficit? He cut the budget deficit by not spending the, you know, the $1.2 trillion he spent when he first came into office. He hasn't done anything to actually cut the budget deficit. We're running a kind of budget deficit that you would normally run during a war, during World War II, frankly, like wow. not even just a small war. We are running a huge budget deficit. Over the last four years, I did a little math on this. The last four years, the budget deficit has averaged 9.3% of GDP. That's a lot. Like, you know, so. Sounds like a lot. Are, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> this is not a normal situation. Yes, the economy is growing fast. Um, and I don't think people should try to claim that it's not. Uh, unemployment is very low. The, we are adding jobs at a very fast pace. A big part of this is that we are pumping a lot of money into the economy. And that's one of the reasons that inflation, while it has come down a lot, has sort of stalled out. It's not coming, it's not coming down anymore. And Fed officials have lately been telling us that the risk is that inflation goes up again. Mm. John, these jobs that you bring up, we've been doing a deep dive into these jobs reports that get released you know, every month. And you're right. You're not wrong. There are uh, good job reports. More jobs are being created. Some are being brought back. But the type of job is interesting to me because it still feels like there's a lot of people taking secondary jobs, side hustles, if you will. The gig economy. Because yeah. they can't make it right now with their regular 40-hour 9-to-5. There's definitely a lot of people who are needing, because inflation has run so high, needing to find extra sources of income. That's definitely one of the sources of job growth. The other one is, frankly, the government hiring a lot of people. Last yep. year in particular, this wasn't such a big factor in this last January report, but if you look at last year, an enormous amount of these jobs are people being hired into government. And that's actually particularly worrying from an inflation perspective, 
because the government people aren't producing anything that's being sold on the market. So, you know, when 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 somebody gets hired into a private business, they're producing things that actually creating supply that holds down inflation. They're getting paid, of course, and they're so they're consuming, but their supply and their consumption tend to balance. That's very different with government workers. They're actually not creating any supply that enters the marketplace, but they are consumers of market goods. So they're actually the government jobs are more inflationary Hmm. than normal jobs are. Breitbart Finance and Economics Editor John Carney with us here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. Well, okay, let's go back to what I was talking about at the beginning. Then the the price of lunch meat is you know for a pound and a half a, a turkey is like twenty bucks right now. It used to cost half that not too long ago. There's something called the producer price inflation. Um, it, it, from what I understand, that's a scorcher of a number right now. So, yeah, okay, the economy looks good, the stock market is great, but I, I'm still paying a lot at the grocery store. Am I not? Yeah, that's right. Look, food inflation came roaring back recently. That was one of the things that people said were go- was going to settle down. Mm. Uh, and it's not. One of the reasons, again, is because the government's pumping too much money into the economy. That we, when you look at food inflation, particularly over the last, like, sure, people will say, well, it's not so bad recently over the last six months. It got very bad again in January. But, you know, the, the real way to look at food inflation is how much extra are we paying today than we were a few years ago? For a lot of years, food inflation was very low and almost non-existent, meaning you knew more or less what your food budget was going to be. It didn't change a lot from 2011 to 2015 to 2019. But if you look at what you needed to spend to feed your family in 2019 and compare it to what you need to spend in 2024, it's mind-blowing. The prices are up 23 24 25%. Wow. I mean, if you look at some categories, it's even worse than that. And so, and obviously people's wages haven't kept up with, you know, that kind of increase. So the, the, you know, the necessities, the things that you actually don't have that much flexibility on are really going up in price. So, John, it was a couple weeks ago that Joe Biden had a little impromptu meeting with the press, and he basically blamed the grocery stores for jacking up the rates, Uh, you know, shrinkflation. Right, saying it's the grocery store's fault that you're paying more for the lunch meat and the eggs and the cereal and all the things you go to the store for. Was he right? I love this idea that they come up with, that there was suddenly this explosion of greed. You know, that somehow, (laughs) you know, businesses weren't greedy before. They were all just, you know, when Donald Trump was president, I guess that was the great age of grocery generosity. <laughs> and you know, they, they, just, they were just all nice. Biden got elected and somehow they got really greedy and jacked up the prices. Of course, that's a ridiculous point. Grocery stores uh, actually compete really heavily for with each other. They have very low margins. They are, you know, they're fighting tooth and nail. This is why you get, you know. The flyers that tell you which grocery stores has the, have the bargains for where to go, right? You have Walmart competing with Kroger's and Albertsons, and you know all of these. And Target, these places are you know deeply competitive. They are not able to raise the prices unless the the 
inflationary environment, meaning demand is exceeding supply. That's what's happening right now. We have an inflationary environment. It has nothing to do with greed. This shrinkflation thing, if you don't mind, I'd like to just yeah. address this. They, they act as if this is some sort of giant, like, you know, civil rights violation uh, <laughs> to shrink the amount of product in a package. So I'll tell you, a business that has two choices. It can either, when, it, when, it's, when its costs go up, it can either try to pass that higher cost on in form of a higher price to its customers, or it could also shrink the amount of goods in the package and sell it for the same price. So particularly if you're going to a vending machine and it's going to charge you a buck for something, yeah. they don't want to change the price on that. What they'd like to do is actually just put a little less product. And I'm here to tell you that a lot of those packaged goods you're buying Probably you'll be better off if the if the amount of product inside <laughs> yeah. of them is a little bit less. Your <laughs> Pringles isn't going to hurt right. any of us. <laughs> Look, and by, by the way, um, before we let you go here, don't l- let me forget to mention the Breitbart Business Digest newsletter. Okay, but I have one more question for you here, uh, John Carney from Breitbart. Uh, wages outpacing inflation is that true? Because I feel like I, I've heard that a lot coming from the government, coming from the Treasury Secretary. Hey, don't worry about it. Your wages, you know, inflation's high, but your wages are outpacing inflation. Is that accurate? It's accurate only for the last couple months. So, in other words, you know, it's like saying that, you know, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're doing better now, but you're only doing better now after you got, like, whacked in the head with a frying pan. Okay? Like, this is, like, I stopped hitting you with the frying pan. Aren't you happy? No, I'm not happy. Yep. Right? Like, you, you, you hit me for two years, and now, now you stopped. I should be happy about it. No, it's not true. Actually, one of the things we do at Breitbart Business Digest every day, it's free, everybody should subscribe, uh, is we, we go through all of the kind of lies that the Biden administration turns out and this is one of them oh you're doing better your wages are ahead sure we're ahead recently but you know on any realistic term of time everybody's behind because of inflation where can people sign up for the uh, breitbart business digest that you along with your um editor-in-chief alex marlowe co-author right so if you go up to uh you know, our website, Breitbart.com, and you, you'll find a little place that says newsletters and yep. click on that. And uh, and the newsletter, you'll, you you can sign up. There's a whole bunch of newsletters. Uh, I'm going to tell you the, they're all really great. Uh, but particularly <laughs> if you like our conversation right here, yes. subscribe to the Breitbart Business Digest. You're the best. Have a great weekend. That's John Carney, Breitbart Finance and Economics Editor. Have a good one, John. Thank you. You too.